Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions, and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Taz and Paula. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm going to put some music on while Taz comes in. Just a moment. We're waiting for Taz. Good morning, everyone. Taz is with us. Good morning, Taz. Yes. And Good Jackie's morning, Paula. <laughs> Our guest, Jackie Lappin, <laughs> a world leader in educating, mentoring, and coaching people on practical conscious creation. Her newest book, Practical Conscious Creation, Daily Techniques for Manifest Your Desires, follows on the heels of her Amazon.com number one bestseller, The Art of Conscious Creation how you can transform the world, which received unqualified endorsements from such personal growth leaders as Joe Vitale and Mark Victor Hansen. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Today, we'll be talking about speeding up our manifesting processes and doing it consciously. Jackie Lappin is such a light that simply says we can put it into motion with with our energy of thought that we all can do it too. And I'll be done um and it'll be done with lots of ease. And here's an action for our listeners. Uh Jackie says you can create your vision and project it out into a bubble in front of you. Then she says, feel yourself filling up with divine golden light from above. And once you are completely full from your head to toe, every cell, then begin directing that energy across the divine into your bubble. 
Let the bubble fill up fully with your projected golden light while your light diminishes. Think of it as if you were filling a gas tank from a pump. And as the amount in the pump diminishes, the quantity in the gas tank increases. Now you're imbued your dream or vision with divine light coming from source through you and into you. This is called charging your vision. All right. Paula, Jackie, Jackie's books certainly have been given everyone such powerful tools to work for greater happiness and contentment in every area of our lives and their lives. Yes, uh, Jackie's mission has turned millions of people into conscious creators so that they can consciously create their lives rather than let life happen to them. Jackie also founded United World Healing, a nonprofit organization designed to bring people together for shared visions to change the world. Wow, we really need that right now. (laughs) Jackie has proved herself a pioneering spirit who has succeeded at the highest levels of multiple careers. She was one of the national national's first women sport writers. Boy, she's really come a long way from being a sport writer. <laughs> and then become nationally recognized media relations ex- expert with a world-class client list for more than 30 years. The publicity she's generated has sold millions of dollars worth of products and services and launched multi-million dollar companies. She is also the co-founder and innovator behind LifeWisdomNetwork.com, the virtual village that is a marketplace directory and information resource for fast-growing consciousness and transformational world. Life Wisdom Network is designed to support the abundance and prosperity of all leaders, practitioners, retailers, product suppliers, service companies, organizations, social networks, information resources, spiritual centers, and events that serve the growth of consciousness and personal transformation around the globe. Well, Jackie, um, you're certainly a river of divine love and life coming from uh, from you. It nourishes the whole world, and we thank you for being with us again on your second book. Congratulations, and welcome back to our show. Oh, ladies, it's always a pleasure, and thank you for all those wonderful credits. I really appreciate that. Um, and but you know what, what I really am here to do is just help all of us grow and and uh, be happier on this planet. And I thank you for giving me that opportunity. Well, you it seems doing that, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> how do you think, how do you actually do that? How do you sleep at all? <laughs> well, I just follow the guidance that I'm given. I say that God is my CEO, and then I go and I do what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> And being very organized helps. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, I know that you're very organized. So, uh, what's could you tell us the difference between your book, The Art of Conscious Creation? What is the difference from that one to your newest book that just came out, The Practice, Practical Conscious Creation: Daily Techniques for Manifest Your Desires Follows on the Heel? Is which is it? What's the difference between the two books? Well, the first book basically teaches you how to raise your personal frequency so that you can consciously create your life rather than letting life happen to you. And it's really about managing your personal energy, and there's 25 guiding universal principles there to teach you how to manage your energy, and I'll explain why that's important. 
And then the second book is really about um, learning to anchor the conscious creation principles and law of attraction uh, elements <clears throat> into your daily life so that you are living it as a lifestyle rather than once in a while thinking, oh, I need to kind of visualize my future, so that it becomes a way of life and then you become a better, faster manifester. So the second book is really 70 different little articles, all in different categories, such as trust and expansion, wealth and prosperity, conscious living, compassion and love, romance and relationships, business, health, happiness and peace, clarity, little bite-sized pieces of information that are very, very step-by-step, very practical in each of those categories that help you basically incorporate this into a lifestyle. So, you know, much of the the concern about people who saw The Secret and learn about manifesting is it's very theoretical. It's like, you know, here's the the one kind of idea and, you know, go out and do this, but not really how to how to really live it. And this is what it teaches you to do. So, um that's that's the distinction. They're basically companion books um that help you sort of come along and, you know, once you've sort of mastered raising your frequency, then the the next book is, you know, how to incorporate all that stuff. Well, you know, I know a couple of people that um I tell them, you know, just kind of step out there and do that. And they go, oh, no, no, this has to be, you know, I I just can't let this kind of aisle here. I have to be really um, active and that kind of thing. And what happens is it it stops them in their tracks. And then they, they work on this and they work on that. And then they forgot, you know, they forget that, you know, there's another side to this. And in your book, I love this this uh, heading it says taking that leap of faith a lot of people don't take that leap of faith and just kind of go and do it and can you speak to this well taking the leap of faith is making a commitment and believing the in the goodness of the universe that's that's a combination of concepts essentially um the first thing is um and there's an article in here that specifically addresses commitment um and what happens when we actually take action and things you know because you've got to get off the couch if you want to change your life that's really the key thing so once you start taking action and um and you commit then the universe actually aligns in your favor you know people think that the universe is out the world is out to get them but in fact the universe actually conspires on your behalf so when you start taking action in the world, then all of a sudden you start to see things happen. You know, doors open and opportunities present themselves. And here's how this works. Um, imagine, and this is one of the articles in, the, in this, um, so imagine that, you know, the Indiana Jones character is running, being chased by the bad guys. So he comes to this giant chasm, and there is no bridge over the chasm. And then this wise little guy says to him, take the first step. And so he does. And when he takes that first step, the first step of the bridge appears, and then the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. And that's really, you know, what he by 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 allowing himself to believe that it's going to come forth, the doors begin to open and taking that step. So, you know, you know, may not know where you're going, you may not know how to get there, but once you start moving in that direction, something wonderful is going to happen. You're going to be guided. You're going to get direction. Um, and, you know, that leap of faith also involves just 
going, making, moving forward under the assumption that everything is going to work out fine. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to hit some roadblocks. doesn't mean that there's not going to be some challenges along the way. But it does mean that you believe that you can be successful and you take that leap of faith that you can jump into the, into the river and that it will carry you where you want to go. And, you know, that makes life magical. It if really you if, if you work that way, I mean, it, you never know what's around the corner, but you know it's going to be good. You can't wait for it to appear. That's really, I think it's magical. Well, people always worry about letting go of, uh, of um, you know, that, uh, the how aspect. They they always want to control everything, and they forget that there is that that miracle that... <laughs> That that pops up that once you take that leap, and I just love that part in your book. I thought that was so incredible. Well, I think what we really need to do is sort of walk through very briefly the process here, so that everybody is on the same page and they know under understand how this works. Because it's not by accident that that things work out in your life. Um, so let me address a little bit about what conscious creation is, how it works, and the seven steps for consciously creating your life. So the first okay. thing is you have to realize that everybody is energy, and our thoughts and our emotions are energy too. And you know, and so though we're putting out vibrations in the world, and if we're vibrating in the low range, which is fear, anxiety, worry, disappointment, anger, any of those kinds of things, then in fact that's what we're attracting back in our lives. And um, that's when life is difficult, we're having relationship problems, we're having money problems, et cetera, et cetera. That's driving the car with the brakes on. Now. If you're vibrating in the high range, which is love and peace and joy and compassion and gratitude and trust, trusting the universe, then, in fact, you're vibrating at the same level as the universe, at the level of love. So um, you are essentially being carried along by the universe. That's like having the wind in your sails or being drafted by a race car. And as you do, the universe is opening doors for you. And that's when you see synchronicities happen, when life gets easy, when things just seem to fall right into place. And here's what's really cool. When you are consciously creating what you want to have happen in your life, then it happens much faster. And it's very Pavlovian because when you start to see this happen, you think, oh, this is so cool. I want to do more of it. <laughs> so once you start that process, you will, you know, there, and there's a very important concept here that a lot of people didn't get when they saw the secret. You know, they've gone out, they've tried to material, you know, visualize the things that they've they've seen and they've heard. But the problem is, if you're still vibrating in the negative range, in that low vibrational range, you're going to countermand what it is that you're intending to do. The universe is going to get mixed signals, and you're not going to get what you want. So the real key here is to raise your personal frequency. If you raise your personal frequency and then begin visualizing, that's when you're th- going to start thing- to see things happen. So the the real m- message here is you have to learn to you have to choose to raise your personal frequency, vibrate in that high range, and get out of being you know a, a, an unconscious creator with negative frequencies. If you're vibrating in the high range, you have much greater influence over your life and where it's going to head. So that's got sort of like, you know, the direction. Now, in really connecting the dots, the seven steps to consciously creating your life are accept the risk that you are responsible for your own life and begin taking charge. That's a really important one because if you accept that you're responsible for your own life, then, in fact, you're no longer a victim. 
because you have influence. You can change it. The second thing is access your current frequency and vibrational level and recognize how you lower your frequency as you go about your daily life. Most of us, for example, we have bad energy habits. We obsess about things. We are angry about things. We blame the world. We, um, we, you know, we put ourselves down. We, you know, unconsciously, you know, say unkind things to people. You know, all of those kinds of things. When you begin to recognize your patterns, your energy habits, you can start shifting up, shifting them, but you have to look at them first and really see where you do this repetitively. The third thing is to begin the process of personal frequency managing, management, taking the steps to raise your personal frequency. And there are all kinds of ways to do that. The first book has 25 guiding universal principles, but there are all kinds of nice, fun little ways you can shift if you're just having a bad day. You know how those days spiral out, you know? You, have, you, you spill coffee on yourself, you stub your toe, and then all of a sudden the whole day is a mess? Well, you know, you could actually shift that energy because I do that all the time myself. And, you know, and I look at this and I think, oh, my goodness, if I don't shift this energy tomorrow, it's going to be no fun. So, you know, you can, you can exercise. You can, you can go out in nature. You can play with your kids. You can play with your dogs. Um, you can play music or listen to music. You can uh, go do a hobby you love. Whatever, imagine something beautiful place where you've been. Uh, you can meditate. Whatever brings you joy and peace that's what's going to shift you out of that negative energy environment. So that's just a... You have you a know. Head. Oh, I was going to say, Jackie, you've got a heading in your book called Clear Your Cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, is, that one's all about getting rid of all the things you don't need in your life. Uh, clutter, yeah. uh, you know, old beliefs, all kinds of stuff. So that, you know, because new energy can't come in until you clear out the old energy. So that's that's even that's, your closet, <laughs> and your closet. That's right. <laughs> so the the fourth. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I observed myself um, when I checked in a hotel. I, I observed myself getting frustrated because I couldn't find my confirmation number, and they couldn't find me. They had spelled uh, my name incorrectly, so I really started getting frustrated. And then I observed it, and I stepped back. And I said, and I started to think the way you're, you're talking about. All of a sudden, I put my hand in my pocket, and there's my confirmation number. <laughs> you know, it so happens that way. Um, you know that. Well, and I like to tell the story about how on the mornings that I come in here with a ball in my stomach, that's the day my computer goes out, starts having trouble. I mean, there's no accident to that. We 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 our energy affects everything around us: inanimate, human, animal, plants. So, you know, when you realize that, in fact, you know, you're responsible, it's wonderful, empowering to know that you can change it just as you did. Step back, boom, easy, done. So. And you can observe that in driving, too, because if, if you get in your car angry or frustrated, then all these cars come at you and are, they're crazy. But if you are in a very good mood and you get... I, you don't see that happening. Yep, you know that's one of those. I love the I love the people who say, "Okay, I'm going to manifest a parking spot." Well, and and half the time they do because they're in a peaceful state. They're okay. This is cool. But if they're like, "I'm going to manifest a parking spot," you know, they're choking off the energy, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah, 
You know, in, in under that title though, um, clear your cash. I really liked it, and and it has a couple, you know, a few subtitles. I just like to kind of bring forth because our listeners letting she, them realize. Has finished, you know, sometimes it's your has Jackie finished huh? uh, her points? Um, oh, finished? okay. You, I, you, I'll clear. You, uh, we can come back to clear your cash. How, how do we? How about that? We do that. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So, okay. Go ahead. So the first was re- know you're responsible. The second was um, is um, know your you know access your frequency level. The third is change your frequency. The fourth one is decide what you want to experience in your lo- future with clarity. Set your intentions. This is where you begin to consciously create your future. The next one is commence the visualization process. That would be to actually start to create your mind movie as if you were already there. And then experience the emotions of what that would be like, joy, peace, wonder, love, et cetera, et cetera, because your emotions are the express mail to the cosmic post office. That's when the universe really responds to is what your emotions are. So you want to rev up those emotions. And then the next one is becoming an actionary. And we just talked about that one, about making a commitment, getting off the couch. That's a really important step. And then the last one is incorporating practical conscious creation practices into everything you do. Now, if you follow these seven steps, you are bound to become a really powerful conscious creator. So that's my seven steps. And maybe we should get back to clearing the cash. Oh, okay. no, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Paula. Okay. Uh, you know, Clearing your cash, I mean, it can be done in so many areas, and I just really liked you had your belief system, and that's what initially kind of hits you, you know, like, okay, clear your cash and what your thoughts are and everything, but how it intermingles further would be your attachments, your relationships, your habits, your attitudes toward yourself, um, your attitudes toward others, um, things that you take for granted, um, your work files, your personal files, your drawers and cupboards. Paula talked about closets and everything and cleaning everything out. Um, your old books, everything. And, and you know, I I thought that that was pretty incredible because it it just means every part when you clear your cash, you're just clearing all these different little compartments in your life that maybe you haven't thought about it. You know. Well, and I really, that article basically broke down into two sections, clearing the things out of your spiritual and, and emotional space and then clearing them out of your physical space. And, uh, and, the, and the truth is that, you know, if we carry all of this old, you know, luggage, this old baggage, this you know, the spiritual baggage, there's no room for new. But you know, there's also another article in here that applies to this. Was if you carry, if you if you if you focus on the past, if you if you, you know, um, obsess about the past, all you're going to do is bring it into your future. So you got to clear it out first, and so that you don't recreate it and re and and bring that focus forward. So by clearing your cash out of all these different areas, you're really cleansing yourself for the new, for the great opportunities, for abundance. That, you know, that's one of the most important things. You know, one of the reasons that, there is, that many of us don't, you know, aren't on in, in feeling very abundant these days is because of all the old stuff we're carrying. It's not just externally. It's not just the economy. It's what we carry around inside of us. And once we we open ourselves to the flow by letting go of that which is um, – bottling us up that is that is uh uh stuck 
then we, in fact, can begin to see shift and abundance and flow going on in our lives. So you clear your cash emotionally, spiritually, and actually materially and everything in your house. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jackie, for that chapter. That's a real great one. I loved it. Well, I certainly have a lot to clear. <laughs> we just we just cleaned up my mother's house to rent out, and I have all of these things I have to like <laughs> emotionally detach from because I don't have enough room for them. Well, you know, one of the things is that I can literally feel what happens in my life when I let go of certain energy. If I have been working on a project that I'm really intensely working on, like a book or something like that, you know, and it's just, I mean, it's just taking all my focus and I'm concerned and I'm intense and all that. The minute I let go and I say, whew, it's done, I can relax, that is when really good things start to pop in. That's when new clients come, that's when money starts to flow, that's when, you know, friends I haven't heard from in a long time call and say, oh, God, I want to see you, you know. It's just amazing that I can literally physically feel the shift, the opening up, and the allowing in of the new. That's perfect. That's a perfect example. Besides being an author on... um, a publicist, are you? Do you still coach? I do, I do, um, absolutely. I work with people to um, imp- to really turn their lives around and become conscious creators. Learn how to raise their personal frequency. I also coach uh, people who have um, new books or are looking to learn how to market their books. I have a special website for that. So the coaching programs that you can explore are on JackieLappin.com or YourBookMarketingCoach.com. Either one of them are great sources um, to talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, it's my goal here to help people be more successful, to achieve their goals, to get out of the the areas that have held them back, let go of those. Uh, And as I observe, as you help others, even more good energy comes to you. Well, I am of the belief that if all of us humans did not have to worry about making a living, being in a certain place on a certain time, uh, obligations, money, time issues, and there, by the way, there's a wonderful article in here called, um, you know, uh, what if, what if there, if 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 you had all the money in the world and you had all the time in the world, what would you do? Um, so, but I'm of the belief that if none of us ha- had any of those, what we would all want to do is serve others. I think that it is a, a gene that is ingrained in us. We all want to help somebody else. It makes you feel so good when you do. Mm-hmm. So by that positive energy, that you know, like you say, opens things up for more good to come in. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, 11-11 is coming up, and there are so many different um, events happening around the world. Don't you think that this is bound to um, boost the energy of the world and bring it up one level or make the frequency a little bit higher just by what the people are doing? Oh, I, I certainly think so. I think people are aware that this is opening a new gateway, 
And I think a lot of people want to step into that gateway and um, and live life um, in this new frequency. And I think that that's why I think that it's no accident that the universe had me put put this book out in 2011, leading into 2012. Uh, because whatever is coming is going to require us all to raise our personal frequencies and to live a more um, um, live in the awareness that we are conscious creators and co-creating this universe. And so, you know, that is the purpose of 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 a book like this is to give people the tools to live that life and to basically slide into the whatever is coming in 2012 with ease. I think. And actually, you you um, your website to help the world healing unite united. What is the website? Unitedworldhealing. dot org. Wow, I mean, you've got you're you're helping in every direction. I think this is wonderful. Could you tell our our listeners a little bit about that? Well, you know, one of the things is that our energy impacts more than us. Um, our energies are, um, you know, the Earth is an energy bank. And it takes on our energy. So if we're be living a positive life, we're contributing to abundance and and food everywhere, and uh, you know, climate balanced world. And if we're living in uh, low frequencies, then we're contributing to war and anger and and, and um, uh, um, you know, lack of abundance and all that, famine, etc. Now, the corresponding part of that is, you know, we talk about the power of our imagery and our and and what we you know and what we project in terms of uh, visualizations. So the science shows us, quantum physics shows us that the two ways coming together, it's not one plus one equals one. It's one plus one equals thousand. It's exponentially more powerful. So if we were all thinking the same positive, positive thoughts, then in fact we have a much greater ability to shift the world. So unitedworldhealing.org is designed to bring people together so that at various times as we go into the future, we will be able to do shared visions for changing the world. It's a little bit inactive just right now because I'm very busy on this and launching Life Wisdom, but um, I fully intend to rev that back up again uh, in the future and use it as a great tool to bring people together for shared visualization to heal the world. And you have another website with resources and i think i've envisioned something like that for a long time and i think it's perfect can you tell our listeners about that well lifewisdomnetwork.com we will launch after the first of the year so you can go there and sort of look around you don't we don't want you to put your, put your money in there yet we or or to put your prof- profiles in what we want you to do is just list you know give us a little email and we're going to send you a video tour when we're ready to go but what that that site is is an opportunity to bring together authors, speakers, and coaches, retailers, service providers, healers, intuitives, and anybody who has a mind, body, spirit business in one place, so that they can connect with their next customers and clients, new world and students worldwide, and the public, you know, anybody who is trying to live a more conscious lifestyle will be able to find the resources that they need anywhere in the world, um, either, either if it's lo- close to home or across the globe. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be a very powerful site with, um, you know, that's going to, I think, be a great connector. We're looking this for this to be sort of a, the global clearinghouse of everything that uh, anybody could possibly want in the consciousness next sector. And so, you know, we, we encourage 
encourage people to come there, both as potential vis- uh, uh, village members and also as visitors to see the to see and, and, and the resources that they might need. So, uh, we'll be launching right after the first year, and I'm really excited to be. You know, I'll be out talking about that at that point. So, uh, it's really kind of fun. Oh, wow. Like Taz said, do you ever sleep at night? <laughs> I have wonderful I I help. I have wonderful help. That's really my gift. And and you know, and if it weren't for the universe bringing me all these wonderful people, there is no way I would sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, but you direct too. I mean, so I mean, you know, just directing alone can keep you on your on your toes, I guess. Oh wow. Well, okay, I have another little thing uh, stirring here, and I know a lot of people think. Well, you know, am I really doing the kind of work for me that's right? And and if you know, and I'm feeling this nudge to go somewhere else, how do I really make a change? How do I really find out what's there and still be abundant? You know. Well, the first thing is that a lot of people think that this is a black or white thing. They have to quit their job to go do something that they love. Well, you know, that's a great opportunity for those people who are absolutely already in that belief. They have everything they need to make that jump. But most of us, you know, we're not quite there yet. So you can straddle. You can actually straddle. So what you do is you really find something that you're passionate and in love with. And then you sort of step out and you start doing that on weekends, nights, half days. Um, and whatever it might be, you know, making jewelry, uh, uh, selling multi-level marketing uh, product, uh, uh, go uh, uh, create a craft that you would do, um, you know, start a second business of whatever the nature might be, and or go to work for somebody else doing what you think you want to do on a part-time basis so that you get a taste of it and you get a sense of, well, is this really what I want to do? And keep your day job, get a, get, start working up, and then as you start building your clientele, then you can sort of step away from your day job. So it, it's a way to work into it and release the fear by building your confidence on the other side. Um, but, you know, really the key to it is finding your passion. And, you know, it, it may not be the obvious you may be you may want to create something it's like you know when i was a little girl wanting to be a sports writer that came because i liked to write and i loved the dodgers so <laughs> i combined the two and said sports writer even though there weren't any girl sports writers but to me that was a clear path because you know it made sense to combine those things so when you're looking at your passions you don't necessarily say well there's no jobs in this field so how can i do this Create your job. Create your opportunity. Be 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 in that creative state that forges a new path. Now, what what step did you go from being a sports writer? What was your next step after sports writer? Media relations. Uh, because I had a very strong sports background, I began to get hired by public relations agencies to help them with sports events. And I learned the PR business by because journalism and PR are very related. You have to have very strong writing skills. You have to be able to, to you know, tell a story well. And so I segmented into that. And then for a short period of time, I worked for some other folks, learned the business, and then I opened my own agency. And it ended up being a bi-coastal agency. We specialized in sports and entertainment and um, in product, consumer product publicity. But really, the sports and special events was the heart of what we did because it was what I knew. Um, it was what I was good at. 
again, there was an opportunity to create based on what I loved. Um, and and then from there, I, uh, I segued um, sort of in, in being into a generalist after I shut down the big agency, and I launched the worldwide poker phenomenon, if you can imagine that. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do that. I worked with the World Poker Tour to launch poker, and it was great fun. And um, uh, And so I did that for a number of years. Um, and just sort of became a generalist. And now a lot of what I do is publicity in the mind, body, spirit area. Again, following my calling, following what it is that, that lights up my heart. So I've shifted my world into cl- servicing clients in, in that area, mind, body, spirit, messengers of some, or, 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 or entrepreneurs of some type or service providers. So, you know, yeah, taking taking the stance and doing this, I, you know, it's like, it's almost like that intuitive um, little idea that pops in your brain. You go, I wonder if I could do that. You know, that looks kind of that looks kind of neat, and uh, and it feels good. And then you grow this passion piece by piece, and you begin to feel that happiness. And and the hours you spend seem like minutes. You know, and the more happy you are, the more you're going yeah. to attract the things that are going to open the doors. It's Jackie. You know, when you put your book together, I, I have to ask you: when you put this book together, what was you know the last book, the Practical Conscious Creation? What was the most exciting part of the book that you put together? And what surprised you most about this book? Well, here's here's the story behind this book, and I think it's a perfect practical conscious creation story. Um, I do a newsletter um, twice a month, um, and people can sign up for it at JackieLappin.com. They can also get a free chapter of the book on wealth and prosperity. And you know, and and I and I write these wonderful little pithy articles that you know the universe downloads to me. You know, I, I get an idea and I and I and I write to that little article, and people love them. And so um, I decided that maybe I should assemble them all into a book in a you know in an order that made sense. So I I spent a while putting these books together, and I wasn't exactly sure when or how this was going to come about, but. Um, you know, I sort of put it out to the universe that I was ready for this book to be published. <clears throat> and I went to a, 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 a book marketing event um, where I was an exhibitor, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I met a woman who was the publicist for Findhorn Press, which is one, an international mind-body-spirit publisher. And we got to chatting, and I told her about my first book being an Amazon bestseller, and that the second one was sort of in the works. And she said, oh, can you send me the proposal? I think we'd be interested. So I sent her the proposal. A couple of days later, she said, oh, our publisher's going to be in town. Would you meet with him? He's coming from Europe. I said, sure. I sat down. I talked to him for 20 minutes. He asked me to send the manuscript the next day, and two weeks later they called, and they said, we're going to publish your book in the fall lineup. Now, other people beg for this opportunity. And it just sort of all flowed. So for yeah, me, the timing. The, for me, the astounding part about it was conscious creation at work. Wow! When the universe wants something to happen, and when you're, you know, and you're, you're holding a vision, it just happens. It just fell right into place. And they're lovely people. And you, you hear lots of people complain about their publishers. I love working with these people. They're they're kind and they they're good to their word. They did a great job. And um, and so for me, the experience of 
having this all fall together and having people love the information and the value that it's getting here. That is really what charges me up. Uh, that was a prime example because the timing was so perfect. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just before uh, the publisher came in from Europe, and I mean, perfect timing. There are no accidents. So at that time, was your book completed? Or did yes. you have to? Okay. Um, actually, I, yeah, yeah, it was. I think I added an extra couple of articles. But by and large, it was all ready to go. Um, now, on on your website, you give an example, um, and maybe you can give the same example to our listeners, about the money tree. That is one of my favorite exercises in the book, and it's also a video tip. There's lots of there's two video tips already on the website. We're going to be adding a couple of more, and um, this money tree is an exercise that you can do to shift out of that that state of of lack <clears throat> when it comes to money. And when you know you're focusing on all that you don't have, this is how you get yourself into that abundant state mindset. So um, imagine that you have a little seed that comes down your throat and embeds itself in your tummy. And the next thing you know, it grows a trunk. And out of that trunk become little branches. And then out of that branches are little leaves. Oh, my goodness, all those little leaves, they're all $1,000 bills. Now you go and you pluck one of those and you spend it, and lo and behold, another one grows right behind it. This is an ever-abundant money tree, and it is embedded in you. It is It grows from source as a reminder that you are always ever-abundant, and the money and the resources are always there for you um, whenever that you really, you know, remember that you are an abundant provider. And uh, and if you want a little visual of this to remind yourself on the website at JackieLappin.com or PracticalConsciousCreation.com, there's a little drop-down bar. And you can go there and you can get your visual image of the money tree. And you can put it, you know, wherever you rem- need a reminder that, in fact, you are ever abundant. Mm. Can you make a tree for ideas? <laughs> That's a good one. We could try for that one too next time around. <laughs> so it's energetic. I mean, it's, it's like a continuous pulsing out of the energy that you that you need. You know, it's 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 working with you as you as you work everything. It's it's pretty. Uh, That's profound, actually. Well, all all of this is designed to put you in the mental framework that allows you to be a very powerful creative engine uh, to to give you the tools to remember who you really are. Well, let's see what else we can do for our listeners. (laughs) I'm thinking, you know what, a lot of people get stuck and they say, but I don't have the relationship I want. You know what? I've been here single for how many years, and I keep trying, and no one pops up. What's the matter with me? <laughs> That's what a lot of our listeners are saying. So um, what do we do about this, Jackie? Well, I'm going to suggest a wonderful episode, a, 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 a wonderful um, um, exercise in the book called Travels with My Beloved. But I also would recommend a very good book by my girlfriend, Arielle Ford, which is The Soulmate Tree Secret. So I think that re- actually makes you a better 
attractor for uh, for being a you know in a love relationship but this exercise will help put you in a in a state of mind that is going to attract your person uh, you know every day so with travels with my beloved you get a calendar uh where you can write on each day um and you take that calendar and on today's day you write down a place that you would love to visit or that you've already visited that you would love to go to with your beloved this person that you would like to envision in your life. And then you start this beautiful mind movie of what it would be like to go to that place with that person. You know, what you know, what the smells and the tastes and the and the and, and the, the visuals are, you know, what it would be looking like from your hotel room, you know, the beautiful Aegean Sea or you know, or, or the swaying palm trees and you know, and then you think about all the things you guys were doing together, going to museums and you're riding bicycles together or being out on a sailboat, whatever it is that you love to do with this wonderful person and then all the the intimate moments, the you know, wine drinking wine, looking into each other's eyes, the sunset, walking on the beach, whatever those wonderful intimate moments are. Envision this in all of its detail and all the wonderful emotions of it. And then the next day you do the thing and you pick a different location. And then the next day you pick another different location. And you do this for like a whole month or year or however long you want to do this that creates that that wonderful energy that's going to start bringing that person to you. You know, just re-experiencing that every day. It's great fun. I've been all over the world with my with the beloved in my mind, um, in places I've been and places I haven't been. And it's just a wonderful, fun exercise that just really sets the energy in the right direction. And it, it really emphasizes what you, you talked about before, uh, bringing emotion into it. Mm-hmm. It forces you to do that, actually. And... Native Americans, when they do a rain dance, they envision the rain already there. So I see this happening with your how you work. You envision it actually already happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's so fun. I mean, you know, people think that, you know, conscious creation is, you know, all about, you know, the 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 big things, you know, the cars and the, you know, and the and the and the houses and things like that. And frankly, conscious creation is really about quality of life. What is it that you really need for a better quality of your life? Is it more time? Is it more um more opportunity? Is it um people to help you or coach you or support you in in whatever may, way, way you might need? Is it um uh, you know, a handyman to help you around your house. I mean, whatever it is, you know, what you really want to be doing is consciously creating everything that's going to make your life easier and better, not just the big ticket items. Oh, I had a question in my mind and it flew away. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get really into listening mode and then I forget about the uh, questioning mode. But... um Go ahead, Tess. Well, I was going to say, you know, just I, I see this as being, again, you know, which is the title of the book is Conscious Creation. This is, wow, you just need to spend some time with it. I, I think people complain in their lives maybe, and then they think that that's part of the process of bringing in what they want to bring in instead of consciously realizing that they – 
have to step forward and take a step into the area that they would like to consciously create. So um, there's a little, now, there's like a light switch. <laughs> Go ahead. Now I know my the question is um, consciously creating when it involves someone else um, needing to change, how would you work around that? Let's. I'll give you an example. Um, you may have a, a teenage child or a young adult that's on the wrong path. Mm. And how do you create around that? Well, there's actually an article in here called um, "How to Be How to Stay Positive When a Negative Energy Spouse," mm-hmm. which is a lot of the same. Right. Um, the important thing is for you to stay positive and stay in your own uh, on your own positive conscious creation path because you don't want to let other people's energy pull you in and you don't want to be codependent with somebody else's energy one of the interesting things that happens is when you shift your energy a lot of times the people around you change one of three things will happen either they're going to change simply because you change your energy and they either sense it or respond differently to how you're responding. A lot of times people detach when, when you're becoming a conscious creator and if you ta- detach your energy from somebody else, it actually frees them to change in positive ways because you're holding oh, them back by your expectations and your, and your needs and your wants. That's a good, mm-hmm. good example, yes. The second thing that will happen is that they may see that you are happier and, you know, thinking, you know, they're looking at you and saying, what has she got that I need to do? It's kind of like, you remember with Harry, when Harry met Sally? You know, uh-huh. she said, I want what she wants. Um, so, you know, they're going to look at you and say, ooh, I can, I, you know, they're, I'm going to use that person as, as my icon. My, uh, I'm going to emulate my inspiration. And the third thing that happens is that person may fall away. And that happens in a lot of times in a relationship. When you change in a positive direction, that person may no longer be a good match for you, and they will naturally fall away. It may be painful, but it's in your highest good. So any of those things can potentially happen when you start to shift into a, a higher vibration. Very good. Another question I have for you, Jackie, is how did you come up with the cover on your book? Oh, that's an interesting story. Um, the initial color covers that I was not seeing from a publisher didn't resonate with me. And I have a wonderful girlfriend. I'm part of a mastermind. You, you, you're familiar with a, you know, I'm sure you guys know what a mastermind is. But for your listeners, it's where a group of like-minded professionals get together and support each other on phone calls a couple times a month. And I'm in this wonderful mastermind that's kind of spiritual and business. And one of when I was sort of running the other cop, uh, covers past my my uh, my partners, one of them said, "You know, I think you need a cover that's a little bit more like this." And she sends this artwork, and it instantly resonated with me, and it resonated with the publisher, and it resonated with the with the distributor. So we knew we were on to something. And then, then I did this little um, test market where I sent it to all my friends and said, what do you think? And everybody said, oh, 
oh, it's wonderful, it's so peaceful, it's so beautiful. It's, and for those who aren't, aren't seeing the book, it is a beautiful woman um, with her eyes closed in a very peaceful, you know, um, um, uh, uh, laying down position of relaxing against a bed of beautiful golden leaves um, as she is consciously creating in her mind what her future is. It's It's very evocative. It's very peaceful, and people really respond to it. I know. It's not like a typical cover. That's the reason why I asked about it, because it catches your eye immediately. Yeah. And and it has a beautiful lavender bottom to the book, and, and that's this color of spirit. So I think this is a divinely beautiful book. It certainly is. Do you have a third book in mind? I do. <laughs> it's three quarters written, actually. <laughs> but we'll save that for next time. <laughs> Can you just give us a little hint? It has to do with clarity. Well, that's an important subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not one that's been covered well. So we've got some some really good stuff in there. So... You know, we, we we our hope is to get you know these this I call this my practical conscious creation series, and so our hope is that people will get the first book so they can raise their personal frequency, the second book, so that they can live this life, and the third book so that they can move on to the next stage. You know, back to the like Go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say I'd kind of like to go back to this cover of this book. Uh, you know what? There's this. It, it's like the ladies laying on the ground. In in a lot of leaves, especially leaves that have fallen from trees and things like that, and it is such a an out in the nature in the vibration. And has anyone, you know, most of us have laid on the ground and and felt that freshness of of the air around us, and you know, it's, it brings opening thoughts and new energies to the brain. And so this is. You know, that's exciting in itself just to be out in the fresh air and feel all nature around you. And um, I, I think beautiful scenes and everything kind of really bring energies to people that just uplift them and they can think in positive ways too. Um, sometimes it's hard for people to get out of negative aspects, but if they could just take a walk in nature, Maybe they might head out in that direction. <laughs> Nature is an important factor in in, in raising your frequency. Um, it's one of the most powerful ways in order to uplift you. Um, and partly because of, you know, being in the air, partly because you're outdoors and exercising in some manner or fashion. But there's also a lot of really positive energy that comes from the plants, from the nature, from the animals, from water. I mean, I I have a backyard that has you know, waterfalls, and um, I know that the water is the most cleansing, the most energy cleansing, and carries positive ideas, positive energy. I, I get, I you know, water is a very powerful medium. I get all of my brilliant, my most brilliant ideas, you know, I have to say, are conveyed to me through water when I'm in the shower, when I'm in the pool. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- that's when I, I just, I can feel the conveyance of it. I know I get so many ideas in the shower, so it must be the water. I absolutely think it is. 
I really believe this. Well, what I was going to say back to working um, with creating a higher frequency in our uh, world, we were at a conference, in fact, that you invited us to. And that was, the, the to me, that was the main topic and how we can all help bring the vibration up in the world and, mm-hmm. and bring, you know, help raise a consciousness. So what you're doing um, is just right at the right time where it's so needed and that we all can actually be involved. You know, everybody has this power within them. This is not something that you can look at and say, oh, I can't do that. Everybody can do it. And it's really pretty simple once you get the hang of it. Um, And you just realize that um, you are a an engine for good in the world uh, because when you raise your frequency, others benefit around you. I know. We don't realize how powerful we actually are. One of the things that amazes me is that when you, you know, a lot of times we are with people and we assume that they're going to fail. You know, you've had bad experiences with them. This person has let you down in the past. Or you look at them and you think, oh, they don't, they don't make a lot of money and they're, you know, they're ethnically, you know, this. And you make, you make assumptions about people. And I guarantee you that if you assume certain things about people or if you think certain things, they're going to live up to whatever you think. If, on the other hand, you think that these people are going to exceed your expectations and they're going to live up to fabulous, you know, um, achievements, they will. So when you connect with people, you have to be very careful about what you're thinking about them. The more you hold a vision for their success, the more likely they will be to succeed. That's so important. I'm glad you said that. Because it's like a child. If you expect them to be bad, they will. And I, and it doesn't only apply to children. It applies to all of us. Well, It works on two levels. One, you know, what you think is what you experience. So whatever you expect to have happen will expect, will happen. And it works on the impact of that individual because they sense your frequency and your energy. If you're disappointed in them, well, they're just not going to work real hard. If, on the other hand, you really believe in them and you hold the vision for them, they're going to work much harder to fulfill that, that, that expectation. I know. I, looking back in my childhood, um, if somebody kept putting me down, I would think to myself, why bother? You know? So. Well, um, do you have any last message for our listeners? Um, I want to invite them to the website, JackieLappin.com. Um, I also am on Facebook. You can find me there with uh, under Practical Conscious Creation, the, the, the name of the book. And I'd love I invite people to come and and and, and like my book, um, as well as you know, obviously buy that buy it either on Amazon or at my uh, my website. Um, and there's a special uh, deal for people who buy both books on the website. And then um, I want to wish them that they become practical conscious creators and manifest all that they desire in their lives. That is my fervent hope. It's our hope, too, and uh, you are a prime example. You walk your talk, Jackie. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you for letting me be here. Well, thank you, I, you know, for the outstanding inspiration 
um, to us, and and it brings prosperity to everyone when they can, uh, in in so many ways, just not financially. It's just opening the doors for for a new vision. And thank you for giving that to us, Jackie. It's um, it's it's incredible, and um, we look forward to interviewing you with your new book <laughs> down the line. And we'll be talking with you, I'm sure, uh, as you deliver some awesome gifts uh, guests to us to present to our listeners. Um, you're a jewel in our pocket, obviously. Oh, thank you, ladies. Thank you. I treasure our relationship. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you. Likewise. Have a great day in that wonderful weather down where you're living. <laughs> a little bit warmer there than here. <laughs> beautiful. And, and All right. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.